And welcome to the Whistleblowers Podcast. Yes, it is our weekly podcast on all things sport, where we chat about what's been happening with Aussie sports people and teams overseas while catching up on our national and local sports too. And each week we feature a local sports person or administrator as we, well, dig a little deeper into what they've been up to and what is happening in sport locally. We'll also preview what's happening in sports in the week ahead. Brendan Bowers, hello. G'day, Blandy. Brendan from FC Sports Media. You'd be a happy guy, but I guess we'll get on to that <laughs> yeah. uh, shortly. Uh, let's talk cricket first. Uh, wow. Australia has retained the ashes after rain dampened the result of the fourth test. Uh, boy, oh boy. <laughs> I can't believe ever uh, reading so much rhetoric about uh, this whole as uh, a series in general. It's um, just, I, what has gone wrong with England? Like, Well, obviously they're miffed. They, they had the test, didn't they? And oh, their they crappy weather, it was not ours. Hey, it's your weather. Guess uh, what? It rains in Sydney too, every Sydney test. It does. Uh, look, there was a lot on the line here for England, and the timing was terrible because they were set for victory. They were set to level were. the series. But in saying that, rain happens, uh, and it, it it has resulted in a draw, and boy, are they dirty about it. But if you go back over the years, you can see that at least one test in England is usually affected by rain or rained out. Yeah. I think there was just so much on the line here that, look, and I can understand they're ticked off, but hey, it's just the way it goes. Come out and win the next one. You, you haven't retained the ashes. It's not our weather. It's no, and you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if Australia come out and actually win the ashes 3-1. Jeez, I, I really, really hope so that we could put a cork in this bottle that seems to be oozing so much you know what. Oh, look, and you know, I have to talk about Australia's tactics bowling. Oh, I don't know what's going on there too. I mean, crazy. It's not just you and I. Uh, There's actual pundits of the games sort of saying, what the heck are we doing? Like, why are you bowling this short crap? Yeah, just bowl line and length. The ball swings over there. Let's just get them out this con... The conservative or the the normal way we we play cricket. Is there room for the two all rounders? I think Mitch Marsh has got to keep his spot, doesn't he? Uh, he and and Cameron Green might have to have a rest. We bring in uh, our spinner. Have to, and I think you know it starts this week, and I'm looking forward to it. And I hope we put it over them again. We could spend twenty minutes here talking about the cricket. Uh, we won't, other than to say, look, we did win. No, it was probably not the ideal way to wrap up a series, but we were incredibly lucky, but it happens and and they've got to move on. We still had a 2-1 lead going into that game, so there you go. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, Ariana Titmus, mate, obliterated the 400-metre freestyle world record, which she originally set, then had broken earlier, and uh, credits her tattoo, (laughs) which her dad said no, Steve. Yes, dad, like a lot of people of that generation, aren't big fans of tattoos. And uh, he uh, he agreed to allow her to get an Olympic ring tat- tattoo, which every Olympian should get. But uh, she just slipped in a little a tattoo on her foot as well with, um, yeah, good honour. But let's talk about the race. Well, how good how good was she? Can you believe that time? No, it's incredible. And she's, uh, she's knocked it off by a little bit too, hasn't she? <laughs> I think she had time to uh, touch the wall, turn around, catch her breath for a <laughs> what seemed forever mm. before the rest of the competitors caught up. Yeah. No, look, it was an amazing effort. And she had that world record. It was taken off her and she's come back with a vengeance and uh, you can only take your hat off to her. Oh, 
so right. And look, and well done to the rest of our swimmers. It's still going on, but our four by one hundreds, men and women, also claimed gold on that night. Second night wasn't as good, mm. but uh, some great racing. And it just goes to show, as they say, when there's a bit of pressure on the the champions stand up. Yeah, the cream rises to the top, that is for sure. Speaking of, uh, you know, that generation, uh, Steve Titmus is as old as I am, mate. Uh, I'm not, I, well, gee, he's not that old, sure. No, he is. He reads the uh, the news on the Gold Coast. My son, Liam, works with him. He's the actual newsreader uh, for Seven Gold Coast, is Steve. So, uh, so yeah. he, what are you saying? Is your son going to get fearless tattooed on his foot? Uh, no, no. No, I, I, I doubt it. But look, if he's if he gets to the uh, top level in anything in the world, he can do what the heck he wants, I suppose. Uh, a little closer to home, uh, the Matildas had that win over Ireland last week. The World Cup is underway and just wonderful to see so many people out there supporting the team. It is. And do you know that the Matildas jerseys out, um, outsell the, the men's team? Did they really? They certainly are. And well done to Steph Catley, who's scoring her only goal from a penalty, and yep. also to New Zealand, who actually opened up the yep. tournament with a with, draw, with a with a win. Oh, as the well. win! Oh, they oh. won one wheel as well over. I can't remember who they played. I thought they uh, they uh, had a draw there against Nigeria, but that's all right then. And maybe that was Canada. Yeah, it was Canada. Yeah, it was Canada. Canada Sorry, in our I, pool. I'm confused. Yes, that's that's the one. Yes, and we of course play. Uh, uh, Nigeria this week. I will be there. That's right. Are you got your green and gold ready to go? I'm, I'm ready to go, mate. Got the flag waving. Obviously disappointed that uh, you know it's not going to be there uh, as they would have been last week as well. Oh, what's your take on that? Announcing that she withdraws only uh, you know a few hours before the first game. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, cynics would say it was to make sure they got a good crowd. Uh, look, uh, obviously. She was a draw card. There's no doubt about that. And when you bought tickets, when, when we got tickets, it was in the hope that we would obviously see Samantha Kerr out there playing for Australia. It's not to be. We went on and won without her. So let's do the same again. Yeah. Well, a win against Nigeria will just about guarantee us moving through the pool stages. Okay. Let's do that, please. All right, then. A little closer to home, mate. Uh, do we want to go here to AFL? Oh, come on. Let's go to the uh, AFL. Let's go to the AFL. The Bulldogs, too good for Essendon. I think Essendon are, are pretty much cooked. Uh, Richmond, uh, in the dying seconds over the top of Hawthorne, a heartbreaker for the Hawks, really. <laughs> Carlton coming right. At we're the, only playing West Coast. Yeah, I know, but they, it's the way you win, I guess, uh, and they, they've done it well. I think they've won five on the trot. So Blues supporters, you will be uh, licking your lips at, at the possibility of playing finals. You're not far away. Big win for the uh, Brizzy Lions against Geelong on the weekend. Yeah, great win. A tough win, but well done to them. And the Swans certainly came over the top of Freo as well. They were too good. Now, the match of the round, it was touted to be the match of the season and uh, pretty hard to argue. Port Adelaide took on Collingwood at home in Adelaide and it was just a last-minute goal once again uh, from Collingwood that sealed the deal for them. But once again, it just goes to show if you're a champion team, if you've got that mentality, you can always pull it out. Towards the end. Yeah, you can. You can. Look, they did this last year, Collingwood. They had a number of close wins. And then when it came to the crunch finals time, they had a close loss. A collie wobble. Uh, so, it, look, it can go either way. Good luck to them. Uh, uh, I'd love to be supporting them. Uh, obviously, I say that 
I'd love to be supporting a team that has the, the drive and success that they oh, do. look, come on. The, your team won. Yeah, okay. We'll get to that. The Giants are uh, too good for the Gold Coast, who were disappointing after that big loss to the St Kilda the week before. And it was uh, Melbourne once again just over the top of Adelaide. We've had some close games. St Kilda, well, what do you say? They were sitting sixth. They were playing 16th. And it wasn't until the final quarter they finally got their ass into gear. And uh, I think they kicked four or five goals and just got over the top. North Melbourne, I don't know how they're sitting where they are. Well, Blandy, speaking of that, you are sitting sixth on the table. Yeah, I know. And uh, many people, uh, most people are saying, how did that happen? Well, the reason it happened is they started off the season. On uh, fire. On fire. They were flying. And, uh, you know, they were sitting top of the ladder there for for some time. And then uh, some injuries have hit. You can't always use that as an excuse, but they're just not playing the way they uh, they need to. They do take on the Hawks this uh, week. Collingwood Carlton, a sellout MCG on Friday night. How good would that be uh, to be at there? 90 odd thousand uh, at the G Friday night. It's going to be an absolute cracker. The Bulldogs take on the Giants, another important game uh, with uh, perhaps finals factoring in yep. for both those teams. The Gold Coast and Brizzy, uh, the Battle of the uh, Southern Queensland. And Geelong should to get the chockies over Fremantle, you'd think. Essendon and Sydney should be another close game. We've got the uh, Adelaide-Port Adelaide game coming up. Yeah. A couple of, um, what do they call them? The thrillers or their, their local derbies? Lo- yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Adelaide and Port. And, yeah, they uh, hate each other. And, absolutely hate each other. And the Q match, the Q match between the Suns and that. What is it, Q, about 20... 20- 15 or 21? How many Q matches? Is no, there? there's been a few. Um, yeah. Gold Coast, uh, obviously, uh, under the uh, under the pump here uh, against the Brisbane side who who are really looking to cement a top four spot here. I don't think uh, Gold Coast will come close if no, they uh, can play so their either. best alive. Um, West Coast North, who cares? Uh, and Richmond and Melbourne will be another close game. Richmond knocking on the door of finals too. Yes, and your Saints, do you think they can do it? Uh, who are they playing? Yeah, the Hawks. Hawks uh, probably not, but they should. Yeah, I don't know, Brendan. You know me when it comes to St Kilda. The glass is always half empty, mate. Half empty. <laughs> well, come on. Be Cabris and be one and a half full. All right. Once, once bitten, twice shy. How about 45, 49, 50, 55 years bitten, twice shy? Blandy, you're a true supporter. <laughs> Aren't I? A tragic. Okay, let's go to the uh, the NRL, mate, and some uh, big results there too. Uh, last weekend, uh, we'll start off, okay, I guess, with the match that only 7,000 people rocked up to, and that was the Dragons and West Tigers. I think you could just about spot somebody in the crowd there if you're looking for them. That's <laughs> terrible. Battle of the Spoon, 18-14 winners. Yeah, the Dragons, no great surprise there. Uh, the Warriors, now, uh, this was a big win for them against the uh, the Canberra Raiders just by the one point. Look, I the Warriors are so impressive to watch at the moment. You know, even when they drift out of games, they have this ability to come back, and uh, it's, it's pleasing to see, and it's great for New Zealand Rugby League, so... Though I must admit, they were very lucky. It should have been a penalty, in my opinion, when they slapped the ball out and hit Sebastian Crisp across the face. Even though it wasn't that hard, it was still a strike to the head. Mm. How many how many games have we seen this year determined perhaps the wrong way because of uh, bad officiating or, or just missing things that should have been rewarded? Too many to count. Yeah, Wendy. really. Considering count. we've got, you know, the bunker 
and we've got all these replays and it's such a, you know, you can go there if you want, can't you? Uh, you can. The The worst thing for me is every Monday, Graham Annesley, head of football, gets up and uh, either says we got it wrong mm. or does everything he can to justify <laughs> the, the reason he said was right last <laughs> week is now wrong. <laughs> oh, it's called saving your butt, yeah. mate. Uh, the Broncos, uh, too good for the Rabbits and the Rabbits struggling, aren't they? Uh, will they play finals? Oh, it's, it's too early to tell, but uh, they, they will have to pick it up. But congratulations to Brisbane. That back line is on fire. Yeah, they're, they're sitting in second spot only behind Penrith at the moment. They're obviously the two best teams in the comp uh, at this point in time. The Titans, just when you think, you know, they're due. They've had a couple of losses that, you know, they were right in the game. This is it. They're at home. They're up against the Roosters. And, uh, well, didn't happen. <laughs> the Roosters finally clicked. Now, it had to happen at some stage, and it was just the poor Titans that copped it on the weekend, uh, and saying that the Roosters did ease off in the second half and made it a lot closer than what it should have been. Mm. But uh, the Titans, yeah, they're hanging in around, but uh, I don't think they'll go too far. No. Uh, now, the Knights, mate. Uh, that was a big win uh, at home, admittedly, but it was against the Melbourne Storm, which uh, where do you sit on the ladder now? We're just out of the, I think we're in 10th. Tenth, all right. So just you're knocking a, on the door there. Just a point and or three points out of the, out of the uh, top eight. All week, people were giving me hell, saying your team's going down by a thousand. And I was brutally confident <laughs> that they were going to win. I just had the feeling. Mind you, I got home and sat down and watched it, and at twelve nil down, I, that feeling changed very quickly <laughs> to the feeling I normally get. But in saying that, they showed some resolve and uh, they fought back and what a great game of football it was. Yeah, gave themselves a shot at playing finals against a quality side, so uh, good on them. Uh, the Cowboys, uh, they're looking pretty good too, aren't they? Uh, came up against the Eels. This could have gone either way. It could have, but again, the Cowboys are starting to find form that they had last year, so I think they're a sneaky to go pretty deep into the finals. Yeah, I'd like to think so too. It'd be good to see them have some success finals-wise. Uh, we move on to round 22. It is the Broncos and Roosters. Uh, you'd think a, a one-sided match? I don't know. Oh. I think the Roosters may surprise Ooh, a few people. Okay. All right. Well, but I'll, uh, what a chance to be in Brisbane. you got the Broncos, Roosters, or the Matildas and Nigeria. Yeah, there's been some sort of uh, conjecture over whether they got it wrong here, uh, the NRL, in scheduling that particular game. Obviously, the Broncos won't be playing at Suncorp. They've been moved to the Gabba. Uh, but there will certainly be a sold-out Suncorp. Uh, how many end up at the Broncos? We'll find out, I guess. Yeah, good luck to both teams. Yeah, absolutely. West Tigers and the Rabbits. You'd think the Rabbits will be too good there. And uh, the Storm and Eels could be a, a close one. Well, Parramatta have to be very careful now because they're a chance of sliding down the ladder. And the, it's a must win for them. And I think Melbourne will bounce back after yeah. their defeat against the Mighty Knights. They're always pretty strong at home, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, the Storm. And they're at Marvel. Now, what's the story? Why are they playing at Marvel? Again, World Cup. That field has been taken over by the World Cup. Taken over. Get off there. The World Game's on there. You can go over here. Uh, I'm sure they'll have fun playing at Marvel anyway, as long as they close the roof. Um, Now, the Raiders and Knights. This will be a good test for both sides. Uh, The Raiders sitting fifth. Uh, You're looking for a spot in the eight, mate. Uh, The Knights. How do you see it? Oh, look, I can't tip it. Both teams on their day can do wonders, but... Look, it's going to be a great game, and uh, I really don't know. I'm split. 
but you obviously want the Knights oh, to, uh, to do what they do. I think Canberra are going to bounce back. I think Ricky has got them stilled and uh, mm. they're at home. So it will be a great game. Okay. Dragons and Seagulls. It's uh, 15th versus 11th. Uh, the Seagulls do go in favourites there. Yeah, I think they'll win easily. Okay. Panthers and Sharkies. Another uh, big game with first versus six. Though if you were a betting person, which I'm not, uh, you can get $5.70 odd for the Sharks. Someone who doesn't bet, you know the odds pretty well. Well, I've got them written here in front of me. It's, it's all printed out, mate. So, uh, yeah, uh, interesting in a two-horse race, isn't it? Yeah, and Cronulla still have not beaten a top eight side this year. So maybe that's one of the reasons why the odds are blown out there. The Bulldogs and the Dolphins do battle. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think Redcliffe should win. Oh, sorry. Can't call them Redcliffe. The Dolphins should win. Don't do that. You deliberately did that, didn't you? I uh, did. The Titans and Cowboys uh, do battle. Now, if there was ever a time the Titans said, hey, don't write us off, uh, it's this weekend when they take on the seventh place Cowboys. Yeah, I still think the Cowboys will be too strong down on the coast. And the Warriors have the bye this weekend. Uh, rugby, mate, the Wallabies face the All Blacks in Melbourne. Yes, the first game in the Bledisloe Cup and also the, the Rugby Championship. How do you think the Wallabies uh, are going to go? Yeah, they're just in another league at the moment, are they? Well, <laughs> And it's a one-up. <laughs> Half of them probably wish they were playing league instead of rugby. It's it's. it's I don't know. I don't know what to make of what's happening uh, with rugby at the moment. We've always been such a strong nation, uh, but we just seem to be uh, wallowing at the minute. We do, and if Eddie can pull a miracle out, this is the weekend to do it. Come on, Eddie, you can do it, and uh, with a bit of help from the players, I would imagine. Now, let's go a little closer to home, mate. Uh, There's plenty of sport around the Fraser Coast last weekend uh, with locals spoilt for choices. They were. There was plenty to go and check out. In Rugby League, the last regular round of the season got underway with Wallaroos hosting Waves Tigers at Eskdale Park. They fell short, 32-18, but they get to live again this week in the elimination semis. In other results, the Harvey Bay Seagulls' difficult season came to an end at the hand of East when they fell four points short, losing 36-32. to And in the final match, Pass Brothers were too strong for West Panthers, 24-19. Now, the Seagulls have had an absolute shocking year. They end... With a bit of a sniff there, only going down by four. Yeah, it was a great result. Uh, I was there for the start of the match, and uh, they kicked off, and uh, the Magpies ran in a try within the first four tackles, Mm. and I thought, here we go. It's going to be a long night. Yeah. Credit to the Seagulls boys for digging in and having a dig. Yeah, maybe some momentum heading into uh, next season. Uh, Now, uh, in AFL, mate, uh, the Wide Bay uh, AFL, the Harvey Bay Bombers continued their Undefeated run this season. Nobody's going to beat them, are they? With that way, Eagles uh, uh, only scoring 13 and um, the Bombers there, 84 convincing winners. Yes, another another route by the Bombers. And the Brothers Bulldogs snuck home by a point over Bay Power. That would hurt. Uh, yeah, 5-6-37 to 5-6-36. Okay. Uh, in the women's comp, Bay Power defeated Brothers Bulldogs, what, by forfeit? Yes, the Brothers Bulldogs girls didn't come down. Uh. And for the second week in a row, the Waves Eagles girls, who were flying high, their wings have been clipped by the Bombers this time, losing 3-2-21 to 1-4-10. Okay, in football, there were no men's FQPL games this weekend due to the Wide Bay and uh, Raw match, which uh, the Raw did win convincingly, as we were expecting 10-zip. Yeah, 6 nil at half time, but uh, credit to the Wide Bay boys who stood up and gave their all. Uh, you could see they're out, just uh, the pure uh, athleticism yeah. of the of the Raw boys. 
Uh, but it was a great spectacle and gave our players the chance and the knowledge of what's required and an experience they'll yeah. never forget. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and no one expected them to win, but just to get out there is something special. The women did play over the weekend. Yeah, the Jets defeated Tanana 4-1 when no score was available. When we when I got all this together between Dune Villa and Across the Waves, the Flames won by forfeit over UPE. Okay, all right then. Now, uh, the KSS Jets defeated Tanana 4-1. Yeah, they're going well. And it, look, to be honest, I think it's between the Jets and the Flames, and I think the Jets got a bit of work to catch those Flames. Mm. Yes, the flames are, are on fire at the moment. Excuse me. Oh, now, in hockey, you. mate, uh, have you got some results? I have some that results. That is unbelievable, man. What? Yes, we have some results. Okay, sorry. We're, we're being a bit facetious here. <laughs> but we've got results. We do. The Harvey Bay Brothers, a team close to your heart and my heart, defeated Magpies winning 6-1. So Neil would have been very happy this week. He still let that goal in, did he? (laughs) I know. Poor form. Hopeless. Poor form. And CBR and Granville saw a win to the Tigers 4-0. And then the Women's Uni Roos defeated the Magpies 4-3. And the Bolts went down to Granville Rovers 3-2. Okay. This week's games are in Meribah on Saturday. Yes, CBR play Magpies and Granville are up against Harvey Bay Brothers. And in the Women's Bolts play Magpies and Granville Rovers are up against Uni Roos. Okay. What's happening this week? As I said earlier, the Wallaroos season continues when they have an elimination game against the East Magpies this Saturday in Bundaberg. Uh, and also on Saturday, the QRL Intrust Super Cup returns to the region with Winner Manly again returning. And this time they're playing the Sunshine Coast Falcons at Estale Park. Yeah, get along and support that. It's great for the region, isn't it? It is. And of course, there's a great NRL fixture up in Bundaberg on Sunday between mm. the Bulldogs and the Dolphins. Yeah, absolutely. We didn't mention when we were talking in RL that will be played in Bundy. That's yes. a big coup for them, isn't it? Second year in the row, and good to see the Bulldogs uh, uh, making Bundaberg their region. And, of course, in football, uh, Sunbury men and Tanana women play the Fraser Flames in Harvey Bay this week. Doonville have the bye in the women's competition, while in the men, the men's host SC Corinthians at Villa Park, Binger and Jets clash in Bundaberg, and UPN across the waves also face off. But tonight, uh, the Jets... And the Flames play in a midweek clash. And when you say tonight, you may be listening to this podcast, you know, later in the week. Yes, yeah, so I'm. It usually comes out Wednesday, so yes. I'm I'm planning it for Wednesday night. Okay, all right, then Wednesday night that's happening. The AFL has a bye round this weekend. Yes, everyone gets a week off to refresh before they have the run into the semis. Okay, but Speedway Carts return to Maribor. Yeah, first round of the season uh, with racing starting from eleven a.m. down at Maribor. And time to introduce this week's special guest, Brendan. It is Kelsey Connell from Meribah Gym Sports about what's been happening around the club and uh, what is ahead for the club's gymnastics. Hello, Kelsey. Hello. Thanks for having me on. Our pleasure, Kelsey. Now, it's been a busy few months for the club with various competition and exhibitions and recently some of the gymnasts headed to Brisbane. How did they go? They've done really well. This is our biggest year of competitions that I recall in my last 12 years as a coach here at Maribyrnong Gym Sports. We've had multiple athletes, probably our biggest team as well, qualify for the state championships. We've got three separate gym sports represented this year, which is really exciting. We've got acrobatics. We've got men's artistic gymnastics and our first ever rhythmic gymnast. So it's been a very busy time. Absolutely. Um, What got you into this originally? So I was a 
gymnast. When I was growing up, I did trampoline and gymnastics. Mm-hmm. Then I focused on competitive swimming for a while. And oh. when the aquatic centre closed down in 2011 because of the floods and they were redoing the facility, my mum asked me uh, to come along and do some coaching. I would normally help out just as a volunteer when I was 13, 14. And she noticed I was really good at making corrections on the kids, holding yeah. the straight legs and the pointed feet. So I did my coaching qualification when I was about 16. and. Wow have increased hours and classes ever since. It started as a, a bit of a part-time job and has taken my full workload for the last two years now. Well, tell us a little bit about that workload in Maryborough Gym Sports. So we have classes for ages two through to adults in the biggest array of gymnastics disciplines. I would say probably almost in Queensland, we've got all of the Olympic gym sports. Um, I do classes for ages six through to adults. Uh, How old is adults? Because Blandy's... I'm turning 60. Uh, Too late? Never too late. Never too late to start. And we can always teach an old dog new tricks. Yes, I think this old dog should be put down. No no more tricks for this one. (laughs) (laughs) I I can see you on the vault. Yes, uh, Brendan works the beam very well. Oh, look, I don't know. It's always scared me. At school, I, you know, we used to have to jump over the beam and, and do all, you know, tumble turns and all this sort of thing. It was never my forte. That's all right. We can still work with what you had, mm, you know, right. use it or you lose it. <laughs> okay. The key word there was had, Blandy. Yes, all right. But what's next for the gymnasts going away to states and whatnot, Kels? So we've got extra training that's happening at the moment. We've got states. Uh, starting. There's different gym sports that are held at different times. So we've got Darcy, our first rhythmic gymnast. She's going away next weekend. Then the following weekend is our acrobat. They're at Logan Metro Sports Station. So a big, big trip to go down. Um, And they'll compete against the best in Queensland. And then our little fella Riley will compete in the men's artistic gymnastics in September at Chandler. Oh, good luck to them all. So if people want to get involved with Maryborough Gym Sports, how do they go about it? We have phone, email and social media as well as our Wix website and you can find all of our information on there. Otherwise, you can pop on into where the clubhouse has been um, since the 70s or 80s now. We're celebrating our 60th birthday this year for oh, trampoline. It's as old as you, Blandy. Yes. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you can just pop in 6 Walton Street or find us, phone, email, and send us through something, and we can get you started on your gymnastics pathway. Good on you, Kelsey. It's been a pleasure to uh, catch up with you, and uh, all the best uh, for the future. I know you work pretty hard, and so so do the people involved as well. Um, it's, it's a lot of effort that goes into that, and we wish you all the best. Thank you very much for having me on. Our pleasure, Kelsey. And Brendan, uh, we failed to mention to uh, Kelsey as well your magnificent tumble turn, which is usually performed after a couple of bottles of fine Shiraz. Ah, some great Shiraz from yes. either the Hunter or the McLaren. Yes. Beautiful. You should see him go after that. Hey, look, that about wraps it up for our podcast this week. Uh, and uh, we'd like to thank you and Kelsey. And next week we'll chat with another guest about all things sport. Our shout-out each week to an athlete or club that does excellent work for the community that often goes unrecognised, and we share the positivity and community spirit for those who make our community great. Brendan, who we got? Well, it's not one this week. It is uh, a cast of many. Mm-hmm. It is the players that represented the Wide Bay against the Brisbane Roar, 
went out there. They knew they were going to face a tough mm. opposition, but they went out and they gave it their all. So well done, and we salute you. Yes, the studio audience in the making of the podcast here. Well, you can get tickets to this. It only costs $150 per ticket, but you do get front row seats. It is limited, is it not? Absolutely. Yes, and we'd like to thank the people who have joined us this morning. No? Okay, all right, I don't want to talk. Uh, don't forget to keep updated with all your local news, fcsportsmedia.com.au. Mr Bowers, remembering... Our sport, our community.